That's plenty of stuff. I'm not feeling well, but this is Longbox Heroes After Dark, episode 208. Oh, is my is Joe sick? I've been all, like, stuffed up and congested. Mm. It's, like, all stuck up in my head, and then Friday? Like, Saturday, or uh, Thursday into Friday, I slept wrong, <clears throat> and I did something on my back, and mm-hmm. it's better now. But I'm going to be that guy who now sleeps with a heating pad because I'm just <laughs> yeah. I, I forget what comedian it was. He goes, he was like, how how like shitty does your body have to be that you can fuck it up while sleeping? Yep. <laughs> he goes, yep. Oh, I hurt my back while sleeping. I, not like you know, not lifting hay bales, you know. And I've been going through a lot of podcast transitions lately. Oh. Wherein uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I heard these people on this podcast butcher one of Chris Rock's most famous joke, or not Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle's most famous jokes, right? In such a way that I got mad. Like really? they were they were bringing it up to like oh well we've learned that Dave Chappelle's thoughts on women aren't that great you know but he's always felt this way and then they mentioned this one joke that he tells uh, in his act and I mm-hmm. go you butchered it so bad like like it made me more upset than them being um, lefty types but I'm falling behind on all of my other podcasts because I mentioned on uh, a Todd's at wrestling last week. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to this deep dive in regards to the AWA, the American Wrestling Association uh, promotion out of the Minnesota area that no longer exists. All right. kind of just go through, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, each podcast episode's about four to five hours at a clip. Ugh, four <laughs> to five hours of listening to, like, one shitty little area of wrestling for 20 years. Can you sign me up for that? Well, that's Joe? the thing. It's not even that. It's 11 four to five hour podcasts that only cover from 1983 to 1988. Oh, my God. So it's like 97 hours of five years of yes. uh, Awa wrestling. Yes. And it's I love it. It's the best. I'm like, oh, my God, I of love hearing about this stuff. Of course you do. Of course you do. You're adding it to the Computron brain of yours of, like, all this information where if anybody even sneezes and it sounds like a wrestler's name from that era, you'll be like, 15 and 1 in small arenas with, you know, when he fought jabronis on a Thursday night. But these guys, like, they'll do, like, it's a it's a good mix of history and absurdist humor. Right. Uh, they, and they do a lot of really deep research, like, oh, if we're going to talk about, like, let's say this person, whomever it is, and they wrote a book, we're going to get that person's book, and we're like, anybody who was in this area at that time, we're going to read their books, and it could be, like, two, two people, three people, four people, five people, whoever has books, and they talk about that area so they could add a little bit more flavor to these sort of mm-hmm. things, right? And AWA had the most eclectic group of announcers. One guy is this guy, Rod Trongard, who would just say the most absurdist shit. So whenever they talk about the show that he's calling, and he's just, like, they say he can't be making it up because it's so out there. He must be on peyote watching these matches. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the running line. But then on the flip side, they learned that the other announcer, this Larry, uh, Larry Nelson guy, legitimately was, like, on blow on every single show that he was on. <laughs> if right. he was on TV, he was coked out of his mind. <laughs> right. And there are promos that you could find where, like, he's trying to, like, keep a straight face, and he's holding the microphone there for Boris Zukov or Baron Von Raschke, and he's gritting his teeth the whole time. <laughs> so you're, like, not even paying – like, when you were – kid you're watching like all oh, the dastardly russian but you watch it now you're like look at that crazy cokehead wow so the, you, those are the stories i like you know i know that's your thing and that's wonderful but then that makes me fall behind on a lot of other podcasts but that's all right you know i listen to podcasts and i get mad when i find out that certain comedians well first of all i find out that certain comedians Signed exclusive podcast deals with the one provider that won't pick us up. What? Okay. I'm confused. Right. Are you actually talking about our podcast? Yes. Oh, okay. So as you know, Todd, being a big podcast guy yourself. That's right. I am the podcast guy, the daredevil guy. Am I anything else? I forget. The wrestling guy. Wrestling guy. I have my A Todds with wrestling, but go ahead. Right. So. Uh, I made it when, when we got everything straightened out and the big kerfuffle that we had with the website and everything was on the wrong feed and all this other shit, right? Mm-hmm. I go, okay, let's make sure that the podcast is in, is in as many places as it possibly can be. Mm-hmm. You know, cause not everyone gets their stuff from iTunes and not everyone gets their stuff from an RSS feed that they keep in a text document and they just <laughs> hit F5 when it comes out. And we'll get to right. more into that a little bit later on as well. Oh, good. I was worried. So there's other things that you can get your podcasts on, things like Stitcher or Google Play or uh, Pocket Casts or Spotify. Spotify, which was primarily a music platform, is now dabbling into the podcast market. And you have to submit your stuff, and here's an RSS feed, and here's a link to our website, and here's a this, and here's a that. All the shit that you need to do for a podcast. When we got everything flip-flopped around, you know, I made sure all the iTunes stuff for all the shows was working, and then I made sure all of the shows were on Google Play, made sure all the shows were on Stitcher, made sure all the shows were on Pocket Cast, and when I sent the request to to Spotify, no response, no (laughs) reply, not even like a go fuck yourself, a nothing, (laughs) right? Right. So they're on my shit list. Oh, the legendary, isn't it just Nixon's list? Uh, I, well, listen, if, if Nixon had a podcast, I'm sure he'd be the one signing the exclusive deal with Spotify that that's right. the only place where you can get his podcast. Right. So. And he did just write an article for Red Book. Oh, good. I was worried. But, uh, Amy Schumer, the comedian, are you familiar with Amy Schumer, the comedian? Yes. I know Amy Schumer. Right. So Not she, personally, but. Right. Not personally, of course. But her podcast that she does, uh, which to no surprise is terrible, is only available on Spotify. So if there was, and it's a crazy amount of money that she's getting paid for to do this podcast. Well, good for her. Right. Well, g- right. Good for her. But that just is more of a reason why I don't like uh, these sort of places. But then I don't know if you saw on Twitter because I know you do follow my Twitter. You get, you get notifications of my tweets, which is I don't know what to tell you. Most li- I get some. Okay. Because it's it's weird the way the Twitter thing works. Like if you just tweet out, I'll get it. Right. If you tweet out and start with the 
uh, at name of someone that I follow, I'll get it. If you tweet out starting with the, the at name of someone I don't follow, I won't get it. Do you, do you know what I'm, I'm saying? I do. Right. So sometimes I get your notifications and then anything with a hashtag, uh, Chainsaw Charlie Saturday or whatever it is. Sure. McCarthy. Those go right into my muted, like, nether, uh, spaces. So, so. um, I was shamed this week because I, uh, I don't use my phone to listen to podcasts. I have a separate independent MP3 player. Oh, that's where you keep all the super secret uh, podcasts. No, it's just that that's the way I do things. Mm -hmm. I can't play my games on my phone and listen to podcasts at the same time. So So you fill up up your Zoom and you have your phone separately. No, I have a Sony branded Walkman MP3 player. Oh, does it play tapes? No, it's the the official... uh, (laughs) mp3 player of the Sposto household <laughs> oh good because my wife has one as well uh, does asa have one no he just watches dumb stuff on his tablet oh okay but yeah so i was shamed uh this week because i have a uh a separate mp3 player that i don't do things on my phone i'm old-fashioned i have to do things my way right hey Listen, I if I had known you were having all that trouble with Spotify, I would have stepped right in and, you know, figured it all out for you. But alas, that was weeks ago, and uh, I don't have time for that now. Right. And also, you should team up with your uh, love of Amy Schumer, the person who doesn't like the, the girl from Mystery Science Theater 3000, <laughs> also doesn't like Amy Schumer. But, and this, I think, will also cancel out your... Love Adventure Brothers too is I think she's anti Beatles so I don't know where you stand. I noticed that I noticed that on the uh, the Twitter today. Right, I, um, she mentioned that at the shop, and I was like, hmm, that'll cause a rift. Yeah, you know, it's tight. You guys thick as thieves. I was gonna interact with her about it, <laughs> and then I was gonna interact with with her at the shop about it, but I gotta be in and out of the shop tomorrow because mm-hmm. I got the kids' um, parent-teacher conference that I got to get home for, but I got to get my $900 worth of comics first. No, oh, don't get me started. Right. Um, but don't worry, I won't put a pin in that at all and, and, and throw that grenade in next week. Okay, good. Because you, you can throw it in tomorrow. I'll just ignore it. I'll, say, I, I'm like, I'll just say no time and run. What? No, I want it when you have time. I want it. What I'm going to save it for is when you least expect. Like you'll forget about it, right? And in five weeks, I'll just like put the the pin in my teeth and just roll it in there. So this is uh, one last bit about the wrestling stuff, and then I'm going to get into you talking about the convention that you went to this past weekend because you know it was a small convention, right? There is uh, in the AWA very famously a professional wrestler by the name of Colonel De Beers who's gone through many monikers through the course of his career as a professional wrestler. Everything from the Polish Prince Ed Wyskowski to the Mega Maharishi. But see, Colonel De Beers was from... He definitely wasn't just like a schlubby guy in his late 40s from Portland. He was purported to be a mercenary from South Africa. Oh. And they would run gimmicks with him that there would be a... um a black referee, and he would refuse to wrestle. He ran a feud toward the dying days of the AWA against a uh, 
another competitor where the loser had to be painted the color of their opponent. <laughs> okay. okay. Right. So the aforementioned Rod Trongard, uh, the announcer from the AWA who's high on peyote, he's talk he's talking up Colonel De Beers as he comes to the ring and says, Colonel De Beers, a mercenary from South Africa, has no time for minorities. <laughs> And it just, it's such a, just a ridiculous statement to try to get this guy over, you know? Does he have any other uh, spices for him? <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> he doesn't have time for him, but maybe he has paprika for him. You're trying. I'm not trying. I'm succeeding. With the old uh, thing that I used to love from the Three Stooges, Curly used to say, if at first you don't suck seed, suck, suck till you start sucking seed. Wow. That's filthy. It is. Can you imagine that? It was in the Three Stooges. My favorite gimmick of the Three Stooges gag was mm-hmm. when they were sneaking into a place. Right. And they were um, trying to impersonate members of the media. Oh, okay. And they would go and steal the knobs from somewhere. And it'd be press, press, and the last one would say, pull. pull. Yep. <laughs> and that's Actually, how they would my- found out. My favorite, my favorite, uh, Three Stooges gag is, and it's not something that's famous or anything like that, but me and a couple other people, like, who we used to work together years ago talk about all the time, is they're in their big, like, you know, shitty, you know, Model T type car, you know, that just like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, making noise and stuff, and they, they turn it on, and Curly's cranking the, the crank to start the car, and the engine just explodes, and shoots up in the air, and it's just like, spinning around, and, and, like, Curly's like, I got it. And he puts his hand out like he's going to catch it. You know, like a two-ton motor. And all of a sudden, you just hear, he'll hear Mo yell out, get under it. Get under it. Right? And to me, that's just, like, the craziest thing ever. And he, he dives for it, and it misses his fingers by two inches and falls, like, 30 feet into the ground. And Mo just calls him Butterfingers. But anytime there's something heavy up in the sky, like like we're, we're putting stuff on a chain hoist or lift it with a crane, me and my brother would be yelling, get under it, get under it. <laughs> so dumb. Just I just love that. And, of course, the best is Niagara Falls. Well, that, I mean... I still do that. I don't know. That's how I judge some people is if you say Niagara Falls and if they say slowly I turn, I'm like, you're okay, buddy. Yeah, you're okay. okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So how was the convention this past weekend? Small, quick, talk to some people. Uh, basically, uh, I thought it was a little pricey to get into. It was mm. 10 bucks through the door. Oof. That's what I thought. Um but once I got in there, I talked to, you know, I didn't end up buying anything. There was nothing that I needed. I ended up, you know, talking to Tom for a while. He was doing sketches and selling pages and stuff. Um, uh, DJ brought me relish. So that was good. I met DJ there. We were talking and he handed it to me on the, the show floor. So I just put it in my jeans, po- a big jar of relish in my jeans pocket. So I'm walking around showing people that I knew like, Hey, I got a pocket full of relish. And Scott Beatty was there, famous, you know, DC writer, did uh, Batgirl Year One and Robin Year One and a bunch of other stuff with Chuck Dixon. And he was like, that's my favorite Spin Doctors album, Pocket Full of Relish. Oh, wait, it was Kryptonite. Um, talked to him. Uh, it was fun. 
And basically that was about it. I was there, I was there way longer than I thought I would be just walking around talking to people, but, uh, I didn't pick anything up, but I kind of just went home and laid on the couch. I, uh, actually, I have actual, I'm, well, so, I'm glad it was a nice time, I'm glad you got a chance to see DJ, I saw DJ tweeting at you of some of the back issues that he picked up. Oh, yes, that was one of the things, he ended up, he didn't pick up, he had it at the house, because we were walking around, and somebody had old 12-inch Marvel figures, and I kind of wanted one or two of them, but I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna buy them, like, they had, like a Doctor Doom, like a 12-inch Doctor Doom, and they had like a 12-inch Magneto. But then they had a 12-inch Ben Grimm, the uh, ever-loving blue-eyed thing. But Joe, he had, it was Thing in the blue trunks, but he had the metal helmet on. Oh, so it was like that figure was made a specific week. Right. That was when he, like, you know, got uh, messed up by Wolverine. So then we're, we're talking about it and like me and DJ are going back and forth about it. And he's like, it's like, Oh man, I've never seen a thing figure with the metal helmet on. And I'm like, yeah. And I wanted to buy it. It was like big and heavy and you just never see that version of the, the character. And I'm like, Oh, and, and if you get, t- if you get bored, you could, you could stick little lemon wedges in the eye holes. <laughs> and he's like, I don't. I don't get that reference. And I'm like, you've never read the bachelor party up issue of the Hulk. He's like, no, I'm like, go home. He's like, I think I have it at home. He's like, go home. And he ended up having like that run, that bit of run of Peter David's Hulk, which is the, the, the wedding, the, the bachelor party, future imperfect. I'm like, just sit down and read that. You won't, you will not be disappointed for that bachelor party issue alone. So, and he pulled it out and he, sh- he showed it to me that night. And I'm like, read it, bro- brother. You'll be fine with it. Oh, I love that stuff. Great run of the Hulk. Mm-hmm. So. But prior to, prior, I was going to say that's prior to, uh, Mar- uh, what did we say, about six issues before they flip everything over to Marvel Edge, where everything kind of got split up into their own uh, offices, as it were. I think I get confused. There was like the spider office, the X office. And then like Marvel edge was like Punisher, Daredevil, the Hulk, Nick Fury. Right. Because then there was that crazy crossover where Nick Fury was dead. Yeah. And that, that was like the beginning of the end for Peter David on Hulk. And do you remember that was called that crossover? Um, this sucks. Oh, well, close. <laughs> if that imprint was called Edge, then the crossover would be called Over the Edge. Oh, I thought it was going to be called Christian. <laughs> See, look at you, Mr. Wrestling. That is. I am the wrestling fan. And the, I should have known that being the Daredevil fan of this show, exactly. too. Exactly. So. But, yeah, I remember that. And then he uh, he was not long. When they were started forcing him into all those crossovers, he was not long for that that world. Where he did, think about that, Joe. He did 14 years of The Incredible Hulk. Oh, you'll never see something like that again. Never. Unless it's creator-owned. Well, again, we're, I don't want to get too deep into comic book stuff. But we have a lot of stuff to talk oh, about on the main show. Sure, you could get deep into the wrestling stuff, even though you got a podcast that does that. Yeah. As soon as I have a little fun, shut it down, Tom. Yeah, let's let's bring let's bring up this podcast to to Adam and see how that goes. <laughs> right. 
<sighs> but I'm just trying to think who, like, who has, like, that's, like, I, what, Jason Aaron probably has that longest longevity now on any one consistent title, I guess, character. But does that one consistent character, but over those seven, eight years, it was seven different books and two different characters. Technically. Right. But you can make the argument that, you know, you had Savage Hulk, Mr. Fix-It, Smart Hulk as different quote-unquote characters. But they were all Banner turning into the Hulk. Okay. Well, so they, were all, they were all Odinson. No, they weren't. Jane Foster was just Thor. Well, you, 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 whatever, you get what, but you get what I'm saying. Daughter. She wasn't Thor Odin daughter. They were all the wielders of the same hammer. Oh, that I, I'll, the hammer is the through line character of all the books. Just like Banner would be the through line character of all the things. But, but now it's not the same hammer so that the streak ends. Now you're just being a jerk off. <laughs> you mean my bread and butter, Joe? I could argue this shit all day, just so you know. I could be that guy, you know, like, I, I could marathon that guy. You know what I mean? Uh, Dan, I'm trying to think. Dan Slott's run on Spider-Man, but again, you would argue that it wasn't the same character. Well, it wasn't because it was Ock for a bunch of that time. Mm-hmm. It was the it same, was, and he was superior. He it was the same body, and it was the same story. But it was different. It was different. Uh, it was different series. They included in the legacy numbering, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, don't get me started on the legacy numbering. Okay. That's the only thing uh, better is the legacy virus. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Legacy numbering. Oh, we're getting deep there with legacy virus. And then. On DC, like most people, like if you're on a book for five years, they start sweating. Yeah. Like the only person over there is like, uh, is uh, Tom King on Batman. They're like, how long do you want to go? Forever. That's okay. Well, they're saying forever today. He'll hit on five year mark. They're going to start sweating. Now, see, that throws it off too, because now they're twice a month. So what do you consider? Like if he does a hundred issues, but he did that in half the you know time in months. Comics got weird, man. They should just be once a month, and nobody should ever leave. Creators should never leave titles, (laughs) whether they have a good story to tell or not. Exactly. Yes. But (sighs) all right, I'll give up now. I'll stop. Thank you. All right, so I think that's all for this. Mm-hmm. And then we have a bunch of things to talk about on the other show. Yes, we do. Yeah. All right. So next week is the announcement of whatever terrible movie Todd is going to sign me. Oh, man. Yes, it is. I think so. Let me check the calendar. Yeah. The colander, if it's filled with pasta or not. Yes, it is. Next week. All right. All right, so everyone, thank you very much for listening. Episode 208 of Longbox Heroes After Dark, longboxheroes.com, soon to be named network.com. And as we uh, close out at odds with wrestling every week, fuck Spotify. Wow. That's right.